And your wife is just, like, Jebediah, come to bed, please. <laughs> and you're like, the numbers, the numbers. All I see when I close my eyes is the numbers. Welcome, everybody. Yes, hi. Um, uh, I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. Uh, Hannah, do you want to introduce the show? You're so Absolutely. good at it. Well, this is disastrous. This is the show where we talk about the big old mistakes that have happened, the big old things you'd like to take back. Uh, yeah. You know, if you had a time machine, you'd go to these moments. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, the one that I have for you today, because we're going to try a slightly different format uh, where I will tell Hannah a story that she doesn't know about. And then the next episode, she will tell me, you know, uh, to keep it hot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one specifically, um, it's tough. It really seemed like God was like, like pressing his little finger onto some ants or whatever. Like, what is it? Like, uh, using a magnifying glass (laughs) to set them on fire. He was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit some acts of God. Um, and they will label it I know as you guys us. have been talking about that for a long time now, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's just time for me to live up to my name. Yeah. But yes, so today, today I am doing The Great Blizzard of 1888. Yes. What a lovely yes. year. 1888. Like, ooh. I clean. know, right? <laughs> you can see the, ne- the next century coming down the way. Ugh. And we do love the 1800s. Just I love be- hanging out in the 1800s with you. <laughs> I know. It's really just a trip. I Well, this is honestly just absolutely bonkers. Um, but one of the things that we love about the 1800s is it was so long ago that the disaster, we feel kind of like a little wall mm-hmm. in between us and, you know... Oh. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. This this just like popped into my brain when you said 1888, um, and it it's not gonna go away until I say it. But <laughs> I'm thinking of those glasses that you have for the new year, and how like mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. different years are harder than others. But 1888 <laughs> would be so freaking perfect. Would be really it would perfect. Be like, an eight on each eye, but then also an eight in the mm-hmm. middle, and your nose could poke out. <laughs> <laughs> I like in Hannah's scenario of the New Year's glasses, there's a number in the middle. There like, always the middle. is. What do you mean? I thought there was one over your eyes, and then there's two out on the side. Well, I think it depends, because when they got to, like, 2010, oh, they were like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? What do we do? Cut a hole in the eye. <laughs> or in the one... And the, like, that looks silly. <laughs> like, that does look silly. No, no, no. You're making a lot of good points. You, you might be right, though. <laughs> no, I was I was like, I'm thinking like 2008 glasses. And I'm like, no, dude, they got the holes in the thing. And they're right on the side. I don't Listen, know. What do I know? <sighs> I'm usually pretty drunk at that point by the time they're <laughs> handing out glasses. I would love to be the person whose job it is to, like, design those. <laughs> and all you do all year is just figure out how you're going to make the numbers work on people's faces. Oh my God. I can see like at your desk, you're just sitting there like toiling away all year and it's like September and you're like, I can't crack this. Like I don't, it's 2018. 
how am I going to do this? It's 2012. Like, there's not even a oh. hole in one of the things. Like, And your wife is just, like, Jebediah, come to bed, please. <laughs> and you're like, the numbers, the numbers. All I see when I close my eyes is the numbers. <laughs> he snaps awake in bed and he's like, I've got it. <laughs> Okay, this is my new favorite man. This is my new favorite person. Yeah, me too. Like, especially his name is Jebediah in 2012. You never know. He's like Come Amish. Come Ebenezer. <laughs> All right, sorry. I just derailed no. us. That was the biggest derailing ever. Girl, I could do this with you all damn oh, day. But I, I so. needed to get it out of my brain. No, that's... I'm glad we talked it out for sure. Yeah. And if you ever want to make a career move into that <laughs> department, I support you 100%. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, this is called uh, The Great Blizzard of 1888. I think The Great is... It, it, it's a weird, weird choice um, because it was great in like it was big and not great yeah. as in like a New Year's party. Yeah. So, um, few storms are as iconic as the blizzard of 88, and it was the deadliest, snowiest, and most unusual winter storm in American annals. Annals? Annals. Annals. The, uh, anal, anal, it can't be annals. It can't, it simply can't be annals. It simply can't be, right? It might hmm. be. <laughs> <laughs> Like they wouldn't call them anals. You know, it's like the deep might. it's the deep dark recesses. It's the anals. <laughs> it's the anals. All right. This is making a lot more sense you than know, yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So the most unusual winter storm in American anals. So, uh, no storm since has been this cray cray banana pants just absolutely Oh wow. Bonkers. Yeah. So over four hundred people perished oh wow which is old timey for died mm-hmm. including 200 people in new york city alone <gasps> so no this brings up my first question which is how yep. big like how far reaching was it like how many states oh, I, I i'm gonna tell you okay good. um so it was like a lot of like the tri-state area so like New Jersey, Connecticut, um, and then like East New York, like Long Island, stuff like that. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll give you some numbers for sure. But uh, many people were literally buried in snowdrifts <gasps> in downtown Manhattan. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine? Like, I, I can't even, I can't wrap my head around it because I'm like, that would never happen. This might be but it did. A, 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 a gnarly thing to ask. And we might have actually talked about this before. I can't remember. Would you rather f- freeze to death or burn? I think we've talked about something similar to this, okay. but not this exact question. I want to say freeze. Mm. Because I would rather be hot than cold. Just like I, I absolutely hate being cold. Even if I'm like mm. slightly uncomfortable cold, like movie theater cold. I'm like, I'm freaking miserable. Like, I hate this. I'm not having a good time. But I'm like sweating my balls off in the summertime. I'm like, it's not that bad. We'll grab an iced tea. <laughs> but I think I would rather freeze to death because at one at some point you get like numb and warm, right? 
Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. I think you do. Okay, yeah, that... people take their clothes off because yeah. they feel like... You just changed my mind. Mm. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say burn because I think you would die potentially quicker from the smoke inhalation. I, I think actually thought freezing about that too. takes a longer time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's... Okay. All right. How about this? So... <laughs> Like we we really can get this 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 track. new format might be dangerous because now I feel I like know. we have all like, the time in the world. To, I was like, let's just bullshit for like I don't know <laughs> an hour minutes. hour and a half. <laughs> so, would you rather die quickly and painfully, or a dull slow? is it slow when I'm surrounded by my loved ones and like I'm still able to participate in life in some way or is it just like I think okay, so for slow I mean like over like a day got it got it got it got it got it versus then, like 15 minutes then I think quickly and painfully yeah because I think as women we are by biologically designed to endure pain. Yeah. Massive amounts of pain. Yeah. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but that is the science I'm presenting. <laughs> no, is, I like that. That is the data set I've, I've just stumbled on. <laughs> well, and, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I think I would do quickly and painfully too. Cause I'm like, I have a pretty high pain tolerance. Like, it would suck, but it wouldn't suck for long. Yeah, and like, uh, here's my thing. Could I put on Taylor Swift all too well 10-minute version? Because then it's like, well, it's just an all too well and a half, and I'm good Girl. to go. <laughs> Girl. And don't tell me that it wouldn't make dying kind of fun. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, if Taylor Swift is in the background, how bad could it be? Exactly. I'm like, like, yeah, I'm dying in a really painful way, but I'm vibing. So, (laughs) but I'm uh, really mad at Jake Gyllenhaal while it's happening. So, (laughs) turn it up a little bit. (laughs) So, then what happened? All right, so (laughs) that was just the end of my story. I was like, yeah, well, that's shit went down. So, in the winter of 1888 there was a blizzard called the Children's Blizzard. Oh. Now, uh, there's a author, David Laskin, who kind of immortalized this, calling it the Children's Blizzard, uh, because in January 12th through the 13th in, 19, in, in 1888, Midwest America, uh, between 200 and 250 settlers died from exposure most of them children trying to get home from school. <gasps> oh Doesn't my God. that break your heart? It's like when your grandpa's like, I had to walk home in the snow. And it's like, you shouldn't have ha- You shouldn't have been. <laughs> you shouldn't have been doing that. That was very, very dangerous. You don't. Holy yeah. fuck. And that was yeah, over so the, the course of what you said? Two days. Yeah. Two days. Um, it is, oh my God, these poor little kids. They're just like, I want to go home. Oh my God. I want to eat God. my weird 1800s dinner with my family. <laughs> Give like, me my 1888s chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, like. 
Oh. What would that be? It's just it's chicken and Liver like and onions or like chicken and onions, like raw wheat yeah, on that it. Sounds delightful, Ebenezer. So oh. Wait, while this was that's gnarly. Yeah, while this was absolutely horrible, it was just a precursor for what was about to come. Oh fucking hell! I know. I'm so sorry to do this to you. So that like, wasn't. That wasn't the Great Blizzard of 88? That was a, just no. a whole other thing where 250 children died? Or people died? Yep. Most of whom were children? Yep. Cool. Yep. All right, great, great, exactly. great, 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 great. So that great. was like the... Yeah, 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 right? We're cool, we're cool, we're cool. So um, this was the precursor, like I said before, to the Great Blizzard of March 1888. So okay. like six weeks later, something like that. Nope, two months. Uh <laughs> I'm like, and math is good too. We're on it. So as Paul Koken and Luis Uccellini yeah, noted in their classic um, book, Northeast Snowstorms, uh, the foundation of the blizzard of 88 was unique for two big reasons. Number one, most nor'easters, and as you and I know, a nor'easter, nor'easter is basically a storm that just like pummels the mm. northeast. Um, this, like, they usually follow an outbreak of cold air or, like, a cold snap. Uh, I won't get too much into the science of this. Like, I did, like, all my research, there's, like, a lot of weather science that I didn't understand. <laughs> it's like, sure, yeah. Dude, weather's one of those sense. things that, like, I remember studying it in school very, like, clearly. And I remember, like, the diagrams that I was shown. But... I could not explain a thing to you. I could not say a thing have, about how weather works. I have no idea. Yeah. And what I'm when I'm reading it, I was like, oh, that doesn't normally happen. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so may, maybe you'll know a little bit more about this. But um, at this time, there was no cold snap. So the cold air never came. Mm-hmm. It just, like, the storm just appeared. Um, so um, obviously it was God. Number two, um, normally the storm moves in like a southwest to northeast pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it just, again, like remained stationary. It just like appeared and stayed in one spot. Oh, wow. And it moved counterclockwise, which I think is abnormal. I don't actually, I was like, I think that's Maybe. Okay. abnormal. But yeah, so it just like pummeled this like tri state area. Yeah, jeez. Um, it went. A little bit further up, like Vermont and stuff like that. Um, but it really just gave New York the business and then was just like, all right, good to go. I'm just going to go dissipate out over the ocean. So I will say New York um, is and has always been a real hotbed of sin. So <laughs> <laughs> so in that way, I respect. And put that on my tombstone yeah <laughs> i want everyone to know how i feel about it <laughs> giving vegas a run for their money i know new orleans don't know her um <laughs> but so really i think if if god is going to do an act of god um really might as well might as well hit hit new york so yep that's what i'm saying i mean like you could try to punish vegas or new orleans whatever but we we know who the where the baddies are, you know. Yeah. We got embezzlement and shit going on out here. You never know. 
There so, are like 12 Trump Towers. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. And like, like even in the 1800s, God knew what was up. Yeah. He's like, y'all are degenerates. So. <laughs> Uh, so that brings us to New York City, Monday, March 12th, and when the rain turned to snow at 1 a.m. So the temperature fell into freezing temperatures and then continued to plummet. Um, blizzard conditions quickly developed, and I saw, like, the chart of, like, wind speed and um, temperature. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, an inverse. So, like, temperature is just, like, steep dive off mm -hmm. wind speed is like huge steep incline Oof. and like and then like the pressure okay was in this chart too and i was like sure <laughs> the pressure i get it um megabytes per second it's like it. the storm's mother is like you have to get straight a's <laughs> this is too like much a pressure parent. <laughs> it's too much pressure it's like and that's when a cold snap snaps <laughs> and punishes a city so um winds rose to a sustained 50 50 miles an hour that was a 5-0 oofa yeah so really really windy uh basically made it impossible to go outside but um by 8 a.m um on Monday morning, so like seven hours later, the city was completely immobilized by blinding, drifting snow and howling winds. Ugh. And then the phones went down. Well, the phones, the telegraph. So, yeah, what what that is. So since there was no like underground subway at the time, they had like the elevated rails. Yeah. And those halt. And one train actually derailed and killed several passengers and crew. Oh, jeez. I know. And it's just dumping snow on the city at this point. And, like, I think you and I have been here for, like, a couple of snowstorms where they're just like, oh, you know, these trains aren't running. Yeah. The buses aren't running. Stay off the roads. That kind of thing. But this is. And that's, like, like something that's so scary is, like, once you're, if you're out, you know, mm -hmm. like, away from home at that point. And it's like the trains mm -hmm. stop and the buses stop and everything stops. And nowadays, like, yeah, we have Uber and Lyft and, like, there are taxis and stuff. But still, like, like the safest option in some ways is walking. But then it's like, well, yeah. then you're walking in a snowstorm. In a snowstorm, exactly. And this was years ago. One of the storms hit and um, while people were working at the restaurant that I worked at and the restaurant literally had to put them up in a hotel mm -hmm. because nobody could get could get home. Well, like, good so, that they did that. That's so. I know. I was like, that's good of them. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely, especially in New York with like public transportation, like you can't get home. Mm. Um. So, yes, one of the trains uh, derailed and walking the streets became practically impossible and deadly. So of the 200 people who died in New York City, most were found buried in the snowdrifts along the city sidewalks, which is bananas. Uh, one of the victims was Senator Roscoe Conkling, mm. a New York Republican kingpin. Oh. And aspirant for the U.S. presidency. But, like, he was a Republican, so it's like... 
But was that was that pre uh, or post the switch? Remember there I was, was that say, switch. I was like, when did when was there the switch? Yeah. Because people are always like Lincoln was a Republican, and I'm like, yeah, but he was like back before the switch. Um, yeah, that was before. That meant something like the opposite, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like they were more liberal back then. Right. I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. Listen, I could have done more research, but why? And I'm going to say it. All politicians are the same. (laughs) When it comes down to it, (laughs) Democrat or Republican. Yeah. I will say, though, if Bernie died in like a snow drift. I'd be upset. I'd be upset. I'll I'll say that much. Bernie, you real one. He's a Democrat in name only, you know. We all know. Yeah, exactly. He's. He's a socialist. Yeah, great. So um, he died. So um, Senator Roscoe Conkling died um, from, quote, overexposure Mm -hmm. from trying to walk from his Wall Street office to the New York Club (laughs) on Madison Square. I don't know what the New York Club was. I'm very interested to know. I bet it was like a cigar lounge. I am, I'm hoping that's what it was. That would be awesome. Like, he's like, I'm going to have a cigar and a scotch mm. oh. and wait this bad boy out. And I'll be there for two <laughs> days. I don't care. They have my monogrammed velvet robe waiting. Yes. Oh, my God. You got, you know he had like some nice cufflinks and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, he didn't make it to the New York club. So sorry. Um, refugees filled all the hotels. Uh, the Astor Hotel set up a hundred cots in its oh. lobby, oh, wow. which is beautiful. Um, when it became apparent that by sunset that day, that like going outside was still not an option. And by then the temperature had fallen to eight degrees Ooh. and snow drifts up to 20 feet <gasps> filled the streets. The Are city. you kidding? Holy 20 fuck. feet. That's four Amandas stacked. Jeez. I know. And so this is actually really cool. Um, this was the first like uh, natural disaster in American history that was actually like widely photographed. Oh, cool. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah. Um, but you see people, they've got like their 19... 19- are their 1800s like garb on and their shovels and they're like hey look at this mountain of snow i know that this like probably isn't true but i would love to imagine that like someone's on one of those very tall bicycles with like the giant front (laughs) wheel just like riding like on like next to the snow banks they're like it's almost as tall as my wheel look at that it's crazy Yeah, and people are, like, digging tunnels and stuff like that. Like, there's, like, pathways where, like, the snow has drifted so far over that it's got, like, eight-foot headroom to, like, walk underneath it. Wow. Yeah, I've never seen, and I'm from Wisconsin, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely crazy. But um, north and east of New York City, uh, things were also very insane um 50 trains five zero became stranded between albany and the city as well as on long island new jersey and connecticut and many were derailed after trying to plow through 
38 feet of <gasps> Holy shit. Holy shit. 38 feet. I was like, I'm reading this and I was like, oh, 38 inches isn't that much. That's like three-ish feet of snow. Holy they got derailed. From, I'm sorry. Oh, I missed a... <laughs> I missed a, an apostrophe. It's 38 feet. And uh, drifts up to 40 feet were reported in Bengal, a small town in Dutchess County. Mm. So absolutely like massive amounts of snow. And many of the 200 fatalities were attributed um, to the blizzard outside of New York City. Um, from all of those train like derailments, Passengers and train crews attempted to walk to nearby towns. I and uh, they I'm imagining, didn't make it. yeah, they weren't. Yeah, too similar to the kids, successful. They didn't make it. So here's my question: You want to ask? So if if you're on a train, mm-hmm. it gets derailed in the snow. Do you wait for rescue? Or like, what do you? Oh, there are so many variables. Um, is the yeah. train heated? Is there food? Um, you know what? I think actually, though, at the end of the day, st- having a structure is probably better than not having a structure to be in. Yep. Yep. 100%. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I mean, for water, you can melt snow. Um, as long as you have something like kind yeah. of protecting you from the elements. Yeah. I, think that's probably, I mean, like, and at least, you know, like we, we have heard these stories about like, um, like plane crashes and stuff like that. And they're like, you can't get like, they'll try to get far away from like the vessel, but they can't, they always have to come back yeah. just because of the elements. So I think that even if they're, is like limited water and supplies. Like I think I would wait for probably at least a couple days, you know, until we all turn to cannibalism, you know, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. What that was, yeah, um, exactly. we'll cross that cannibalism bridge when we get there. What was, that was the, the Dahmer party. Yes. It's Don. It's so, that's so weird that they are that close, but so similar. Yeah. Cause Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal, but then the Donner mm-hmm. party was the, you know, the the trail got that got stuck. That's a crazy story. Yeah. We might have Ooh. to cover that. I was just about to say, I was like, we might have to cover that. Actually. <laughs> Mind if I do. Just going to so, write a little um, note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of people lost their lives uh, that way. And this was honestly one of the things that I was just like, wait, that can happen? Um, several ships were foundered at sea. Um, they lost to 90 mile an hour winds, huge seas, and get this, ice accumulations on the deck <gasps> that oh, made them fuck. so top heavy that they... they just rolled over. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that is I never... I had no idea. I would never think of that. I know. I was like, that's a thing? Oh, holy shit. I mean, I'm sure we have, like, heated ship decks now. Or oh, yeah. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. Um, so, how did the storm change America? Well, we got the pictures. So, 
throw it up on your Instagram. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> um, and then the deadly Highline rail disaster uh, led New York to plan the subway system. Oh, really? That, like, was yeah. actually an active part of it? Yeah, exactly. They're like, maybe... Maybe we go put under. It under? And then there was, under like... The what was it last year when all the subways were like literally full of water? Yup. Was that uh, last year? That happened too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it happens uh, every year. Like every other year, maybe every year. Um, yeah, you just see just like massive amounts of water just gushing like down oh the stairs. God. It just oh it's boy. so scary. I know. Um, and then the breakdown of all communications from like Washington, D.C. and other like telegraph issues mm-hmm. um, resulted in the burying of telegraph and later electric lines. Oh, like uh, lines underneath it, instead of up. Yeah. High. When I read that the first time, I was like, we just got rid of the telegraph. No. <laughs> they yeah, buried they that shit. No one can know <laughs> they about buried it. buried that shit. Goodbye, you and like the way like mafia bosses like bury information. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He's like, I don't care who we gotta pay off. You're burying this fucking telegraph. <laughs> hey, okay. Um. So yeah, those are the uh, the silver linings of this gnarly uh, <sighs> blizzard of 1888. That was essentially a two parter. You know, um, the children's blizzard. Yeah. And then part two, the Great Blizzard. And you said that the Great Blizzard is still the largest, mm-hmm. to this day, the largest snow yeah. storm? I, yeah, from what I saw, largest to this day. And that's insane that it was in, like, the tri-state area. And okay. not, like, somewhere where you expect more snow. Like, Vermont or Wisconsin, you know? Like, or Russia. Yeah. Like, well, that's not America. Well... <laughs> I knew it as soon as I said it. I was like, "That's so bitchy." I was like, Russia or wait? We were talking about America. Yes, yes, we were. We went. I got it. I got it. It's good. Oh, like or Siberia or whatever else. That's not a U.S. territory. Honestly, Antarctica. They didn't have a bigger snowstorm? That's See, insane. that's what I'm saying, man. It's confusing. I need to write to whoever wrote this research that I'm looking at. Oh, phenomenal. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was the blizzard. You. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, my God, thank you for listening. <sighs> um, did, I, did I tell you that my therapist, um, at the end of every session, she's like, well, thank you for sharing that with me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Therapy is just You're adult welcome. show and tell. <laughs> I know. Right? I'm, like, I'm like, so today I brought in my trauma. Um, <laughs> it's, it's my favorite trauma. It's um, pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Take it around with me everywhere. <laughs> like a security blanket. And my mommy always tells me, you're too old for that now. Put it aside. But um, I wanted to share it today with the class. <laughs> it's a big part of who I am. 
and I've just been I've been working on it for a long time, you know. You know, sometimes <laughs> I put a lot of effort into this. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into it. It's just you know, sometimes it sometimes it's a little too warm, sometimes it's a little smelly, but here we are. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah. So that was that. I like this. I like this format a lot. I'm vibing on it. Me too. Me I think too. this is I'm a good idea. I'm already so into it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we're full of them. Just email us at um, <laughs> disastrouspod at gmail.com. Ask us about our great ideas. Yeah. We'll tell yeah. you. We have tons. Uh, I can design those New Year's glasses. Um, That's I'm right. phenomenal at ha- it. Have you ever heard of a wobble wedge? That was us. <laughs> Wait, do you remember the movie? I feel like I've talked about this movie on this podcast before. That's insane. Have Do you remember the movie? I think it was Made of Honor. And it was like Patrick Dempsey. And mm-hmm. it was like he was like a playboy and he slept around. And then like he had this female best friend named Hannah. And she goes off nice. to Scotland and gets a fiance and she wants him to be the Maid of Honor. Right. But then he realizes he's in love with her, yada, yada, yada. He ruins the wedding, steals the bride. But in the beginning of the film, they, like, had him picking up a girl at a coffee shop. And he put, like, a Java jacket, like, a coffee sleeve on her mug. And he was like, yeah, I invented that. And that was, like, the movie was, like, (laughs) Patrick Dempsey's character invented the Java sleeve. And I was like, this is insane. Like, (laughs) who was in that writer's room? Come on. I was going to say, I thought you were going to talk about Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, which is an old movie um, where they pretend that, like they invented post-its and they go back to their high school and they're like, yeah, we invented post-its. Oh, like the characters pretend. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. That's iconic. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh. So yeah. Ask us about our inventions. <laughs> I don't know why that left an impression on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're having like an existential crisis oh just God. together. We're like. You gotta invent something, man. Oh God! <laughs> Apparently, that's how you make it. So, um, yeah. Do you want to tell everybody where to find us, follow us? Absolutely. Oh, Amanda see. mentioned you can um, send your requests for inventions. You can send your inv- invention ideas. Uh, tell us <laughs> your disasters um, at uh, disastrouspod at gmail That's our email address. You can follow us on Instagram at DisastrousPod and on Twitter at DisastrousLeePod. Um, make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, it helps us out a lot. Give us give us love and send this one to people you think who would enjoy it. Yeah. I'm like, I had a blast. Me too. Good, good. Well, as long as we had fun, that's what matters. But we want you to have fun too listening to us and um, telling us your stuff too. And this has been the disastrous podcast. Yeah. And we love you and respect you and we'll catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>